All right, you guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of the J-Rod Pod. Now, today we got a very special guest and dear friend of mine, Mr. Tony Wells. How's it going, brother? It's going good, bro. Yeah, what have you been up to? Tony Wells, actually, for those of you that don't know, Tony Wells, which is most pretty much everybody, I'm guessing. Uh, Tony Wells used to play on my soccer team for Madonna University. Guy was a straight-up baller. We'll put a clip right here. And uh, and he's also an amazing artist. He's the next David Cho. So, David Cho, bro. He just when I first saw some clips of him, I just love how he did some wild shit. What is it about him that like inspires you compared to like what? What's like uh, what's that one guy? Shepard Fairly Fairy. Yeah, I always mix up his last name. I think it's Fairy though, like actually Fairy. I think so too. Yeah. Um, they just, yeah, David Cho. I didn't even know about him until like I saw Mancho Rogan, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's I just feel like that's how it is with stuff everyone. That he does, you know, like he went to the Congo to look for a dinosaur, you know. That's crazy, bro. I mean, like that's the fact that he's inspiring, like no matter in what in whatever sense, you know, it's like what the heck. Like he's a free spirit, like yeah, that's what's yeah. cool, you know. I did. I mean, that's amazing because if you think about it, like nowadays, yeah. I mean, it's kind of always been like this, but like nowadays, much more like intense. I would say. I feel like, you know, getting a job, like you know, like in terms of growing up and like you know pursuing a career. A lot of times, I feel like people will you know do what what their parents tell them to do, you know, what their parents want them to do, or, you know, even, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And even if they, and, like, you know, it's not a bad job though. It's not a bad job though. And I don't know. I mean, it's different for everybody, but you know, who knows what if that person was really passionate about, you know, art, for example, and, but they ended up becoming a accountant, you know, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being an accountant, but like, yeah, it was just whatever you like, you know? Right. Exactly. But I feel like it's hard to implement, like you can't implement art into accounting, you know, like how some jobs yeah, you, you can. can't, you'll just be stuck with the numbers, man. Yeah, for like real. I, you'll see some graphs, you know, here and there. Yeah, yeah, it's the closest dude. thing to art, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously, yeah, making some bar graphs. I mean, and you could also, you could also, on your free time, you know, if there was like no one around or you got a little time, you could just use those nice little squares they have, you know, uh, graphing paper. You could just draw and shit. Oh yeah, like little uh, Michigan State uh, symbol. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, that's legendary. I remember doing that shit in class all the time. Do you think they, you know, you know what I'm talking about? That 3D state like, yeah, of course, MSU course. logo? Yeah. Do you think that they do that in other states, but for their school's logo? Because I feel like the Spartan like one is very, thing. but the Spartan one is like more specific. Well, like, yeah, because it's the easiest thing to do, you know? Right. Yeah. That Not makes like sense. A bit of an illusion, I feel like. Right. It's like anybody can do that. I don't know. Because I don't yeah. know. Do you know it? any other like other ones um like num- uh, symbols like that logos yeah. um i mean i guess like you know 
each one has one for sure. I I'm thinking of Wisconsin for some some reason, but they have one too. You know, ever, did have you ever draw through that before? Oh no, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What about yeah. like the 3D box? Yeah, the 3D box. But doesn't it start out? Don't isn't the way you draw it by like putting little lines and everything? It's like you draw the lines first. Yeah, and then it just you comes together. It. I mean, that's like just how it goes. Just that's comes kind of, together. That's kind of trippy. Is that a specific kind of art? Um, I don't know. I was more so saying just how it was like every, something everyone did, you know? Right, right. So like doing that shit with dimensions and shit like in their art is yeah like super trippy, you know? Dude, have you, have you, uh, I saw an article today. This is super trippy now that we're talking about dimensions and shit. And trippy shit, bro. Yeah, dude. Trippy. This is a trippy part of the J Rep pod. But yeah, they found a particle um, because most of the universe is made up of dark matter, but we can't see dark matter and like we can't capture it or anything, but we know it's there. And an uh, article I just read today was talking about how. There, they found the this particle that essentially, like, I, I I don't know how to word it, but unlocks like the fifth dimension. Like, it oh, it, it's the dimension to the fifth. Get, it's what? 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 Where did you get this information? It was so, like some science. It was some. I I'm. Have you ever heard of Flipboard? Scary, bro. Dude, for real. Not in a bad way, but like, what does that even mean? You know exactly dude i mean and now that we're talking about dimensions uh the show is uh gonna be <laughs> dedicated to you know things that are paranormal from other dimensions we think we don't know i mean so you know to get us okay okay to get it started off to get it started off have you ever experienced any like uh you know any you know out of the ordinary Weird shit yeah yeah i think everyone has though too you know like yeah i mean I, but i'm not talking about you know like waking up and seeing like a naked dude hiding in a corner jerking <laughs> off i'm talking about you know i'm talking about fucking like paranormal shit well i feel like i have but i don't know if it was just because like i was tired and i was seeing it you know yeah but i'll tell you i'll tell you mine like, uh, after you said what i'll tell my experience after yeah, no, I just saw like a figure in a in a doorway, you know. A figure in a doorway. Basically, like, bro, that could have been your mom. Be <laughs> <laughs> more specific. Like creature, you know. It was like a creature-looking thing. Yeah, and I feel like I was just tired, you know. Yeah, I mean, but like, but yeah, but you know, I, sometimes I'll I'll be like laying in my bed and. I'll think I see something, but it's a shadow. Like what? But I know it's not actually anything. Like, have you ever experienced it where you're like, "Holy shit!" I don't know if this is actually, you know, I. Yeah, I can't. that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Oh fuck. It was only one time too, and I was like, "Yeah, it was just, it was." Uh... Did you feel scared? Yes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I would say it was. How old were you? You don't know. You're 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 like uh, dude. My like my, you told me, bro. You're fucking dude. The shit that you told me, with your dad's story. You know, like the ghost story. Oh, dude, I'll tell I'll tell J Rod Potians right now. So <laughs> when my you know when John you got me when, scared, bro. No, when John Senior, so the original John Rodriguez, uh, actually the original original was his father, whose name was Juan 
Rodriguez, which is John oh, in Spanish. Man. So the name gets passed on to the first son of each Rodriguez. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and uh, of course, it's just great. I don't know why it's like. No, no, no. You know, like, yeah, it's like uh, it's blood. It's a bloodline. When he graduated, so he ran uh, cross country, cross country for uh, EMU and U of D. So Eastern Michigan and uh, University of Detroit. And then also uh, Lake Superior State. But he always like, I don't know, I feel like he's always uh, kind of rooted for the underdog in a lot of senses, right? Like whenever we're watching football, I remember him, he'll always, you know, he always wants the underdog to win because I, you know, I think it's because maybe growing up in his life, because when he was originally on U of D, he wasn't like, he was, he wasn't, you know, the top guy or anything. And so he like ended up leaving there, going to Lake Superior State, a uh, smaller school, but he was just training hard as fuck. Right. Yeah. Or no, he went to Lake Superior State. Yeah, he went to Lake Superior State. Then he didn't, he like. Did he tell you about the grind? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he told me about the grind and everything. And then he ended up going to Eastern Michigan and then he beat every single guy on U of D. Oh. Yeah, so it was some dope shit. But anyways. He talent recently type of thing. What's up? That's a similar situation. What about it? If I just explain it real quick, I mean we get, we're getting so off topic. Yeah, wait, wait. Let me let me get this real quick. This is yeah. it's it's full. It's gonna be full circle. So I've been waiting. I was like, okay, go go go. So so then he uh he graduates right and he moves to the uh to the UP Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and he has like a husky out there. He lives. He's uh he he got he became a teacher, you know. And he went up there, he moved up there and he, uh, always, he's always like had a painting business too. And so, you know, he, he's kind of, he likes to, I, I, I would say he likes to be, you know, like, he's kind of like a mountain man in a way, you know, that's how I describe him. An outdoorsman. Yeah. An outdoorsman yeah. likes, likes, uh, you know, like he's into like small lodgings, like with a fireplace, you know, like. Oh, I've never, I want to experience some shit like that. Though. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's good vibes for sure. And anyways, so when his painting business started becoming more popular and getting more clients, he got a client, he got someone uh, that needed their house done, painted or whatever. And it was going to be like, she goes downhill right here. Yeah. It was going to be like a, you know, a two day job or whatever. So, and it was in Ohio. He couldn't come back home or anything to go and you know and then come back the next day because it's too far so he slept at the person's house but he slept in the basement and, but the first day he gets there the old man who had paid for him to paint his house was like you know showing him everything and then as the old man's walking up the stairs he's like oh and one more thing let me know if you uh see louisa and my dad's like louisa what and he's like oh yeah she uh she she's a ghost she you know she lives down here she won't hurt you or anything my dad was thinking like oh like this guy's just messing with me right and then next day uh in the morning he wakes up and he just got out of the shower and he's in the uh in the bathroom and he's just combing his hair right that's this is what he said he was combing his hair and then all of a sudden he just sees a this like silhouette of a woman like you she was there but he could see her face and everything but he could see through her and he said that 
he was just combing his hair, but he didn't want to get, you know, he didn't want it to know that he had noticed she was there. So he just pretended to not see her and just kept combing yeah. his hair, just combing his hair, and then just drops the comb and books it up the stairs. And he's, you know, went up there in a panic. And the old guy sitting up there, he's just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, you must have seen Louisa or whatever. And it, yeah. dude, it, but it was just like, I, the way he told me it, I be, like, I believe it for sure. You know, not a doubt in my mind. He will lie. I, I, yeah, there's, I mean, like, I don't, yeah, I've met, I've met him. I don't think it was, he would lie. Yeah, him. just, I mean, bro, that's, but seriously, man, there's some paranormal stuff, but that gets us into uh, the Cecil Hotel, which a lot of people are probably hearing about right now because of the Night Stalker. I honestly uh, never heard about it until you brought it up. So the Cecil Hotel, <laughs> listen to this, it's a, it, it, it's in LA. Um, it was built in 1924 by three hotelers, uh, William Banks, Hanner, Charles L. Dix, and Robert, Robert H. Shops, as a destination for businesses, travel, business travelers, and tourists, right? Uh, you know, and it was, it was going to be a nice hotel. They invested $2.5 million into the enterprise, uh, you know, even knowing that other hotels were going to be popping up around there. But then all of a sudden, within five years, uh, the United States states sank into the Great Depression. And, you know, it flourished for a little bit, right? But then it started to see a decline uh, because of the well-known area now, but at the time it was growing, known as Skid Row. You know what Skid Row is? Uh, yeah, a bunch of homeless people living there. Yeah, exactly. Became, uh, became increasingly popul- populated with transients. As many as 10,000 homeless people lived within a four-mile radius by Wait, the 1950s. Can I, can I stop you real quick? What's up? Just because I saw some fucked up shit. Yeah. Where it wasn't on Skater Row with where a bunch of homeless people were sleeping. Mm-hmm. A dude had a he had like a vacant building that he it was his though, and 24 hours a day he would play a Barney song next to these people sleeping outside like torture depriving them you know whatever like he was torturing them yeah because probably didn't want him there you know oh my gosh dude barney that'd be creepy as hell it was like i saw a video bro and it was like creepy ass song you know yeah dude any any barney song or any like little kid song is always creepy bro the day is filled with that song what the barney song Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, they use that. They said for, it was for 24 hours. I mean, they might be lying, but that shit is crazy. Dude, they do that for, like, uh, torture methods, you know, the governments and stuff. Forcing you to listen to, like, the shittiest song in the world or something. Yeah, just, you know, songs like, we are the lollipop kids, the lollipop, oh, you know, like God. that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen some of, some of that shit in movies. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's some... It's yeah, crazy because it's real. It's psychological torture. I remember watching a video when this dude was saying uh, people are, were kidnapping people and then they were acting. They would make it seem like they wanted the person to believe that they've been abducted by aliens. Yeah. They flashed the light on them and then like they would play like some shit in their ears. Like some shit. It sounds so trippy to like like the aliens would abduct the humans and then play something in their ear. No, people, just regular people, 
like thugs, you know, thugs or whatever they yeah, just bad people. Up. Yeah, they would want the person to think that they've been abducted, so they like take advantage of them some trippy way. I don't know what they were. Damn. That's so crazy. they would just like say that they're that they're aliens and shit, and they would like play this type of weird music in their ear, and like maybe they drug them a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's like some Charles Manson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they give them LSD too. They probably doing some bad shit, bro. I don't even know. Dude, there's some dark. There's some. If like, it's weird to I think hate about that shit. Like, right? That shit's so. It's like people are like dying mm-hmm. over, uh, over like selling or just taking like bad shit. You know. Yeah, dude. I mean, and then like something really creepy. You ever seen Black Mirrors? No, I know everyone always talks about that you know that is that is some showed you some trippy shit right yeah dude it's it's all psychological stuff too like imagine if like one of them this is just an example but one of them they extract the human consciousness from this guy and or this woman who is gonna die oh no i'm sorry she did die but she was like you know in a coma or whatever and they were gonna pull the plug or whatever but they made a way so that they could you know if she pressed a button she could like flick a light on or off or some, you know, one little thing to communicate with her mind. Yeah. And this guy comes in with this thing. Uh, Cause she is the mother of this child who, you know, and then she has a husband as well. But while they were out together one, one day she gets hit by a car, goes into the Yakoma thing. And yeah. And then, so this guy comes in with uh, this like little thing. Right. And he's like, we have uh, been working on a new, um, you know, a new innovation or whatever. So you could literally talk and communicate with your loved one, even though they their bodies can't. Does it turn evil as fuck? Well, listen to this. So then they have to install. So then the guy gets her consciousness installed into his head, right? So- he, Oh my God. Yeah, he's the one controlling everything, right? Like he's oh. the one doing it. And she, but, but she can talk, she can- so the way it looks is she's sitting in a chair looking out through his eyes as if it's like a big screen, you know? So he, you know, and she can talk and he can hear her and everything, but eventually he starts to kind of go like, you know, this is annoying. Like you got to oh, get out. Sure, bro. Then they put her. So then they put her in a bear, a stuffed animal bear. And the, and the only time that. I thought it was um, a real bear at first. Like, what? Yeah. I and you were so saying she can't do shit. Bear. Oh, no, 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 she can't. So she can't do anything. But like, you know, she can still feel it whenever her child hugs her bear. But eventually, you know, like, you know, a kid is only young for so long, starts to grow up, sits there, probably. Yeah, she just sits there in that bear or whatever, you know, just can't do anything. And it's just like, it's just real eerie shit. Bro, if they loved if they love that woman, they would have just carried that bear everywhere, man. Right, right. And that's the thing. They I think at the end or something, they I mean at the end she is saved, but I don't it, dude, it's it's some oh, dark shit. Kinda. It's some dark shit. <laughs> I hope she got saved, man. If she was imagine just sitting in a closet, bro. Oh my gosh, I know. Just watching like, as life goes on around you. Like the dust, man, falling, falling. Dust falling onto you and shit. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, man. So uh, that's life. what's up? That's life. That's life, dude. That is life. You don't want to be that dusty old bear in the closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be that. You don't want to be like that guy right there, man. Oh, oh, look who it is. We ain't talking about you, bro. This guy. I your cat's name again. This is Jay Saw. He's meant for the camera. Jay Saw. That's such a bizarre name, and I always forget it. Yeah, it's a strange name. Uh, it's like Jigsaw. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, it's like Jigsaw after uh, you ever seen the movie Saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Um, but yeah, man. So, all right, back to, back to. Damn, he just rolled out like so smooth, man. He's still here, bro. He's peeking around my my thing right now. You'll see him. He's coming in. (laughs) But yeah. So, anyways, the Cecil Hotel uh has this has this um you know it's been known for violence, suicide, and murder. Right? Isn't that crazy, buddy? And uh, it's fucked up. As the area where the Cecil Hotel is located began to decline, suicides and other violent deaths on the premises became more frequent. So the first documented suicide at the Cecil was reported in 1931 when a guest named W.K. Norton. Buddy, you got to get out of here. Oh. No, that was just my water bottle. Animal violence, bro. That was just my water bottle, bro. (laughs) Get out of here, bro. (laughs) But yeah, dude. So anyway, she died from taking poison capsules, um, you know, and there's just literally there's just a bunch of people dying from suicides and whatnot. Right. At but, this hotel, right? Yeah. At this hotel. You know, it's uh, weird. Um, Ted Bundy stayed at the hotel once, too. Like like oh, just all God. these famous serial killers have stayed here. Bro, it's trippy. Like I know someone who stayed at one of those hotels where it was like it used to be a prison, bro. They have those? Yeah, they went there and then they went hiking and shit. Dang, what? <laughs> was I'm it like, was bro, it haunted? Of course, like I in my back of my head, I'm like, dude, that place is haunted. Like just bad vibes. Like it used to be a prison. It's gotta be. Yeah, they said it was straight though, but uh, or yeah. a prison with like so someone who owned a fucking prison. I don't know. Uh, either way, man, sleeping in a prison, I'm sure it can't be too nice, you know? <laughs> it used to be, like, something for holding people, I forget, honestly. Do you think, this is uh, kind of off topic, but do you think that, you know, Richard, okay, so Richard Ramirez was a serial killer. He uh, lived in Los Angeles or California, and he killed, you know, a lot of fucking people. I don't know how many, it's like Serial eight. killer? Yeah, it was like maybe 80 or 100 or something, but he, you know, he was getting after it. And he wasn't just killing, like, you know how, like, Ted Bundy killed specific, like, he would kill women? Sick motherfuckers. Right. This guy, man, this guy wanted... Kill anybody? This guy wanted to be the most evil guy. Like, that was, like, his thing. He's and, like a demon, bro. And, dude, he killed men, women, you know, hus- husbands, wives, uh, and then he would even abduct children and like you know molest them or do some fucked up shit and then like he would drop them back off but he would also there were times where he'd kill them it was just you know such a sick oh it's sad because like i've been seeing so many kids lately like where i've been working like younger kids Mm -hmm. it's like you're not really around them unless you're in an area where it's going to be a shit ton of little kids you know right right it's just like, bro, they're just wandering and like they don't know nothing, bro. Like, imagine it's just sad, bro. I mean, like, that shit goes on, you know? Like, what do you mean they don't? Like, they just don't, like, they can just be so easily manipulated by like, so this is crazy. Yeah, dude. Bro. 
And and with like the internet, I just gotta like let them know. Like I don't know if they even understand if you tell them when they're a certain age. Yeah, dude. I can't. I I'm sure this can't be healthy for them. All of this, like everything. I know. Well, cause they, dude. This is even more crazy. It's like whatever their parents believe in, they're gonna tell yeah. them how they feel about it. The whole situation, you know. That's why it's so important for people to realize, like, you know, not I I feel like it's never a good idea to decide like I'm, you know, I'm an I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican. You know, I feel like it should be like you need to, you know, see yeah. both sides and meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I never really felt like I identified with either of those. Right. Like either part any type of party, you know. Yeah, I'm a libertarian. That's what I am. I mean, really, you told me recently what that was. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I am pretty sure it's just like I think this is what it is. If I'm right, then that's. You what don't I know. Mean. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, so I'm not even gonna try to describe that shit. <laughs> well, that, man? Oh, here we go. I was looking for the sheet. <laughs> Found it. So here's some of the uh, unsolved murders. All right. In 1947, Elizabeth Short, dubbed by the media as the Black Dahlia, um, was rumored to have been spotted drinking at the Cecil's Bar in the days before her. I don't want to hear how she died, man. Yeah. Before her notorious. What's up? You about to tell me how she she died? She wasn't lured. but it's just unsolved. And then in 1964, a retired telephone operator named Pigeon Goldie, what a weird name, uh, Osgood, who had been a well-known and well-liked long-term resident at the hotel, was found dead in her room. She had been raped, stabbed, and beaten. Jeez. And her room ransacked. A man named Jacques, Jacques B. Ellinger was charged with Osgood's murder, but was later cleared. Her death remains unsolved. Um, and then here's the, per, perhaps most infamously in the 1980s, the hotel was the residence of serial killer, Richard Ramirez, nicknamed the night stalker. Ramirez had been a regular presence on the skid row area of Los Angeles. And according to a hotel clerk who claims to have spoken to him, Ramirez is rumored to have stayed at the Cecil for a few weeks. Ramirez may have engaged in part of his killing spree while staying there. Dude, like, and I highly suggest you and anyone else who hasn't seen uh, the Night Stalker go watch that because, dude, it is. Is insane. that what you watched recently to like get you interested in all this crazy shit? Yeah, man. Because I really never, never interested in like I would never watch that shit. You know. I do. Me neither. Me neither. But I. But like I was hearing such good things about I this. Watch a lot of prison shit. You know. Yeah. But, but like, dude, I, I'm not into, like, watching, like, you know, that kind of shit either. Kind shit. Of stuff either. But, dude, this, trust me, it is, it's not, it's, it's really good because it's, like, coming from the perspective of the cop who, like, or, you know, from the person, from the two people that basically caught so, him in the uh, end. Yeah. And, so, and they're, like, still yeah. alive, so they're talking and stuff. Dude, it's so good. But. Do you think there could be a serial killer like that nowadays? I'm sorry. Do you think there could be a serial killer like that nowadays? I mean, I feel like if one thing um, that would prevent that these days is like 
maybe the level of like protection you know like technology and shit that yeah like anybody can anybody can be armed with like a gun which is like also scary thanks good like i think you could be back then too yeah the thing is like oh anything can happen so it's like it is sometimes sketchy just being out somewhere somewhere unknown Mm -hmm. you know like if you don't know the environment you know have you ever been like in a environment when you feel like when you actually feel that sense of danger like that someone's falling thing i feel like i knew you were gonna ask that uh probably when i was like young at like a party whenever there's like a like cop situation right i would be like i was so young so i was like oh my god like anything anything right, right. on right now like my life is gonna be ruined type of thing you know right so like, oh we gotta dip but what about like Ditching from like fear criminal shit like a criminal following you yeah that's what i'm trying to think as well oh yeah 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 I'm glad that you said that because I kind of got lost into what I was saying, but um, uh, I was driving, or actually my buddy was driving down probably like, uh, I don't know, I'm bad with directions, but it's like, a, you know, not too far from my house. Okay. It was nighttime and we pulled into a uh, empty parking lot. Mm-hmm. And we were going to turn to turn around, you know, we went the wrong way. Yeah. And out of nowhere, we see this man start like charging towards our direction, you know. How, what'd he look like? And he was kind of, he was from a, <laughs> was he like tall, <laughs> lanky? Like, I thought he'd be coming towards us, but what he looked like was, uh, really like, really like shaggy hair, you know, like a short yeah. guy with like, kind of look like Charles Manson more, more uh Rick from Rick and Morty and like I just an <sighs> older face you know creepy yeah he starts sprinting and then he stops turns around starts walking so like I thought that maybe he thought that we were after him you know at a time right I was like maybe this dude's just tripping I thought he was like right right because and it only tripped me out because it was like I didn't know that area and it was dark and uh yeah that tripped me out. <laughs> I know that in that area they found someone fucking dead behind a dumpster. What? So in this like, area? Yeah, it was like uh somewhere on 15 mile road. Dang man. Like, and you just see some dudes booking it, hauling ass coming towards you with lanky yeah. legs, probably. And I remember just another time, like, now that I'm thinking about it, just, like, the middle of Detroit, like, neighborhoods. I forget. We, I don't want to, like, say anything bad, but I don't really know the – I don't know the name of the area that I was in. Mm-hmm. But it definitely just had, like – my mom told me that it wasn't, like, a good area, so I was, like, tripping about it. You know, we Uber driving – I felt like we got, uh, my mom was saying we got lost, you know? Right. And I was young, so I was just, like, playing, like, a little game on, like, a PS. Damn, bro, this is straight up how a horror movie starts. 
Yeah, and like you're playing the game in the bag. Because dude, we, there was no technology that back then, like right. And the thing, some like a GPS thing wasn't working. I don't know. We got on some highway, and I think my mom asked somebody at like a at like a store. Yeah. And then we made it. Hope that store. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But I just remember being super late and mom saying we're lost and I was like kind of freaked out because like that's that's always said that area wasn't good, you know. That's always scary when you're a kid. I was yeah, I was young too. So when you're a kid and you're and like you I like I I'm sure I've you know, if I thought hard enough I could figure you know, think of a time when that happened to me. But it's always scary, like as a kid, when you when you start to feel like, oh, maybe your parents are like a little scared. You know, maybe you're, yeah. maybe like your mom, like she, you know, she's like, like you can see it. Cause I, I can think of my mom right now. I'm thinking of her, like her oh, eyes. Like, know, kind of out, they would be looking. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's pretty scary shit. Yeah. What's like the most dangerous moment? Like a moment where you've been like, like, oh, oh yeah. Kind of like, like what we're talking about, like scared almost. Yeah. Probably cause like I used to be very, uh sketched out about flying you know mm-hmm. flying in an airplane yeah yeah i'm back from florida from like a soccer tournament uh-huh. and it was raining and it was like a fucking storm during our flight you know oh yeah a lot of turbulence and dude it just felt like it dropped like a hundred feet you know like even more like it felt like our plane was just like it just and you and you weren't landing no it, it was that's creepy it just felt like everything shut off right just dropped and like something i've first time like experienced something like that so i was like my first reaction was i was with my brother and we just started dying laughter like laughing (laughs) yeah it was just like we couldn't stop laughing because like Like, i don't even know why i'd be laughing than crying if i die i know my other brother he was younger he was crying you know yeah I feel like, uh, do you like the airports? Airports, airports have like nice, yeah, vibes to it, like aesthetics. Especially like, in the morning, everyone's going to, you know, go do this. Yeah, it's like a part of the adventure, bro. And like, I've yes, it's like a meeting spot for everyone on their adventure around life. Yeah, it's like people getting fucking drunk before and shit. <laughs> yeah, people be getting drunk before people, and then there's always, you know, there's always. I bet. Like, imagine how many people you pass by in the airport that are actually, like, you know, going to do some real just shady shit. Like, you know, they're going. Yeah, I think about that. Yeah. And it's also, I like seeing, because traveling is, like, traveling is not something that, like, everyone does, you know? Right. So it's, like, if they're traveling for a reason, it's kind of cool just to see. And that's what I, like, call kind of calmed me down in a sense was you just see everyone like going to you see like all different types of people they're like you feel safe for whatever reason oh yeah definitely that all these strangers like you don't know who's on your flight i don't know it's kind right. of right no yeah yeah definitely like that they all seem like they're pretty relaxed you know yeah but there could makes be- you more relaxed you know yeah and and uh there should like sometimes there's a air marshal on there so like a cop uh on some flights but on some of them there's not so like 
you had to get the luck of the draw, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. Like, someone starts going off. Yeah, bro. I just, uh, what do you think about fat people on planes? Like, in terms um, of like them, you know, I was stuck in between two heavier people. How heavy, though? I was on a plane. Like, heavy to where they're kind of going over your seat. Yeah, bro, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah, dude. See, that's that. Sh- there should be a like airlines should start to make it a thing where, you know, if you're that big, like you need to have two seats for yourself. Yeah, because that's because like if you're safe. that fat, like you're that fat. Yeah, they should just modify the seats for like larger person. Unfortunately, they'll have to get a larger seat. You know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or buy first class. You know. Imagine yeah. mandatory. You must buy first class because you're overweight. People get fucking pissed, bro. I know, I know, but like, is that really? But like, I see. I just think that you know that's your fucking fault if you're, you know, that big. Like, you know, sometimes you know, yeah, maybe on a rare occasion, sometimes I don't think someone you can judge someone like that though. I'm not judging them. I'm no, just I'm doing... not. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying like the com- like the air but, company or whatever. Yeah, but you felt uncomfortable. Like I've, I've sat in between fat people like that too, dude, it's making people uncomfortable. And a lot of times, you know, like, like we're not making fun of the fat person. I'm just saying it makes me uncomfortable if they're in my space, although, you know, kind of on me, like, well, anyone would feel uncomfortable. Like I'm sure even the overweight people feel uncomfortable. They do. They do. I was listening to a podcast where, uh, they probably feel like, damn, I wish, like, I don't want to know this person, but I just... Exactly, ain't. exactly. So they'll do certain things and whatnot. And I, you know, I, that's the thing. If they're, if they're doing something, like, you can tell that they're, like, trying to, you know, make it so that they're not all of you. But if they're fucking, you know, just sprawled out, they don't give a fuck. You can just tell they don't care. And, like, or also, my mom's a flight attendant, and she'll tell me about these people who, you know, they... they will come on the plane and smell bad and like they don't shower and actually the airlines will stop them uh and be like like you guys have to go shower you can't oh, go wow. yeah because it, it's like a health hazard yeah bro like and i have something similar i remember being on a plane and this dude brought this smelly ass pizza oh <laughs> with sardines young and it had like Looked like green shit all over it, and like I hate like when I was a kid, I never experimented with shit. Right. And just like for that reason, it probably smelled even worse. <laughs> it was like sitting close to me. I just remember being like, "What the fuck?" Uh, or if they bring brought on like an egg salad, or some Dude, bullshit. I uh, I'm not. I don't think I've ever had egg salad. To be honest, me neither. I think I've tried it. People like, put I know there's some food like potato salad. Have you had that? Potato salad? Yeah, I've had potato salad. I don't think salad. I've had it. It's all right. I mean, it's not like I'm not, it's definitely not as bad as egg salad, I can imagine. This just doesn't sound nice, you know. It's not, I mean, I, I'm not going out of my way to go have some potato salad. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'd rather just have Sweet the lettuce. Potatoes. What's up? Sweet potatoes are good, bro. Uh, I'm not a big fan, bro. You don't know. Have you had the ones when they're like, have you even had uh, sweet potato fries? 
That's what I'm talking about. I don't like sweet potato fries. Oh. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it is. Just gives me a. I mean, you probably haven't had the good ones. The good. I feel bad for the potato, bro. I just like it's just like man. They're hell, not. I like I like you just fries, to inspire, bro. You don't need to be sweet, you know. <laughs> what you talking about over there? But um, if you just take a sweet potato and put it in the um and like chop it up, put it in the oven, it's so good, bro. Trust me. You know, you know what? I would try. Gotta have a cooking show. I swear. Are you are you a good cook? Yeah, I feel like I am. Well, what has anyone ever complimented you on your cooking? Yeah, even just like more than just the taste, bro. The smell. The smell. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. What do you make normally? (sighs) What I make a lot of like seafood and. I would say chicken stuff like like good proteins. Have like something you, like rice is a, is basic. I like eating rice. Chicken and rice. You have like a great. full plate whenever I cook actual meal, you know. Right. So like kind of like salad with like rice with like a type of another vegetable like plantains or like asparagus or something. Have you ever, have you ever made a like a dish? Yeah, basically, it's like that's what it becomes because my plate is just like mashed with like all these different like. Right. You just want to put together like a couple things, you know. Yeah. Meal. Wouldn't that be stir fry? Except for not fried. If you actually want to like mix it up like that, yeah, basically. Oh, you don't mix it up like that. I'll eat it together. Like I'll eat like a plantain with like. A veggie burger as I'm eating it with shrimp. Got you, got you. It's like I'll eat it all like in a way where it's like it mixes. Yeah, I it know. mixes. Yeah, but I'm not actually mixing it. You know, right? I'll do that with uh, like when I have mashed potatoes. I like and I have corn next to it. I like to mix the corn into the mashed potatoes. It tastes super good. Gives the mashed potato and then, dude, it makes the mashed potatoes sweet. And maybe I like, see, I like, I like that sweet mashed potato. Sweet potatoes are sweet, bro. But I I don't like the sweet potatoes. That's the thing. Yeah. I need to make you some, bro. You make me some. that, um, my throat up. Heat press that I have, right? What's up? The heat press that I have. Yeah. Yeah. I can print on like plates and shit. Oh, hell yeah. Cups. I want to like make some videos with like, uh, imagine I just like whip up some, whip up some good food put it on like that play that i designed on you know oh that'd be cool put it on yeah on there post it up start yeah, posting videos are basically like literally everything about that'd be, it that'd be cool i mean i'm sure they might already do this but people yeah but like imagine if you painted the meal or like drew the, you know somehow put the- i was fucking like crazy talented yeah well like put the meal that you're gonna eat on like onto the plate and then actually put- yeah that'd be trippy yeah yeah that'd be cool i I would i'd probably want to put like some type of some shit that would look good on camera you know right right because like something i would like to do also it'd be dope to have like uh like a food truck you know 
Yeah, yeah, South Sea. Like a kind of cool location just for like some side, something like, you know. Right. Imagine having a podcast in the back of the food truck. <laughs> yeah, you're just whipping on that would be so and then wild. you just have people like, hey, yo, you want to say a few words on our somehow uh, make podcast? money from like just just you know doing that. Yeah, dude, that would be sick. People the people have some crazy lives when they are in like vans. Yeah, dude. I know. Like just I feel like that's not I mean, I'm sure people still do it, but it's not as much Yeah, as- I was gonna go on sorry no i was just saying it's not as much of a thing i feel like nowadays yeah i was gonna tell you did you ever see do you know who tom green is uh sounds familiar he's on someone he was on some of joe rogan's podcast yeah even joe um joe rogan before joe rogan had a podcast i believe was on this guy's podcast you know right right one of his old friends whatever and he lives, um, he's from California, and he took a trip in, like, his modded-out van. Like, he had, like, a studio in his van. Yeah. And he took his dog, and he would just, like, go record videos and edit them in his van and, like, live out it. It just seems so, like, adventurous, you know? Yeah, that's not, I mean, did, do. did he have to do that? No, he's rich, bro. He's oh, like, so he did this while he was rich? Yeah, he's, like... He's like a pretty, uh, used to be, I think, an actor. Yeah. Dang. And I think he's from, yeah, he's Canadian. But now oh, he's living Canadian? in LA. Like a, There's, um, you know, Jim Carrey. What's up? Like, he just goes to uh, ghost towns and shit, like in the West. You oh, know? that's creepy. Yeah. Like actual ghost towns, like no one lives there. Yeah, anymore. you can't. Like no one can live there, and it's like empty structures and crazy shit. You know? Dang, bro, that'd be scary. It's like Detroit. I know he he carries like guns and shit with him, but his dog's like a little thing. You know, I just imagine like a creature like eating his dog, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, he go he rolls up to an abandoned building. He it's night. He like. All right, go outside, you know, go pee. Yeah, right. man. Sitting out there, you know, just kind of. And then all of a sudden, he just hears this. <laughs> looks around. There's a, like a, you know, like a, okay, this oh. would be, do you think, which one would you be more scared of? A, like a mutated, like weird looking, like werewolf thing? Or not, not werewolf thing, but like, so it's the size of a dog, right? The size of like a German shepherd. But it has like you have to get the image, bro. Get the yeah. image. Uh, so, it's, so it's like a German shepherd, or it's not a German shepherd, but it's that size. And it has like and its head is like kind of like a I would almost say like a oh like ovalish circle like on its face. And it has like uh it has eyes, but they don't they they don't look like our eyes, they look just different. And there's like you know there's little things on it and then it has like teeth that are about that look like you know they're probably as strong as a bear's teeth but you don't know that's what it looks like you don't know and it looks creepy but it's like a feline so it looks more like a you know like a puma or something but it's it's not you know it's not from this world or you know and you could outrun it because it's like it's got the most you know the muscular thing of like a, a dog a german shepherd or have a tall 
like super tall. Like I'm talking, you know, seven, nine, seven foot nine. He's like super pale, almost white. And he's in like an all black tuxedo that's super long. Like some hitman shit. Like hitman shit, but like Slenderman shit kind of too. Bro, you want to talk about some trippy shit about Slenderman? Yeah, yeah. You know those girls that killed themselves or yeah. killed their friend? Mm-hmm. Slenderman story, Slenderman killer story, whatever it is. Yeah. That's horrible, bro. Dude, isn't that Imagine you're up? the parents of those fucking kids who thought Slenderman told them to kill their friend and the friend lived. That? Like, what? Like, what do you think? You imagine what their brains probably thought or saw even. They probably knew yeah, Slenderman at that point, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, what if, dude, you know, like, the thing is, and it's weird, it's like, it's so easy to, like, you know, say, like, when you see a horror movie, oh, like, easy to say that's not, you know, that's not real, because, like, pretty much no one's really seen it, but, like, that's why when you see a horror movie, it's like, this would never happen, but that's what this person in this movie like this act you know like that character actually you know that's what they thought before they moved to that house or something you know like it happens and people will just always you know come up with reasons why it's not that but what if it is you know yeah man i mean movies i don't really like watching scary movies just because like they're like they just weird bro like i'd rather they're not weird but like i'd rather watch them like uh, rather watch something else, probably like more so, you know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't like watch scary movies like, by myself or anything. Like, if I'm trying to enjoy myself, why would I just throw that on? Right, right. Like, it's fun if you're with like a girl or something, you know, like or just like a group of your friends or just yeah, a group of your like, friends or something weird. I don't not weird, but like yeah. Have you ever seen uh? It's called I think it's just called VHS. It sounds familiar. We were basically high just watching this. Like, like I got pretty tripped out because like it was such a good like picture. One, it was like good audio. Right. Very intense. Like, and like the lights were all off. You know. Oh yeah, dude. that's <laughs> a, that's a scary. Oh, I forgot about this. And then like, my friend's mom came downstairs. <clears throat> Our other friend was also his cousin. You know. Mm-hmm. So it was his aunt that came down, you know. Yeah. My friend was just laying there, like, <laughs> like he created like a huge amount of pizza, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> just on his face, and like his over. eyes were just so like crusted out, you know. Dude, bro, this makes me feel sick. <laughs> like it's just funny, like basically. <laughs> His aunt looking at him like, "Are you okay?" You know. Yeah. That's just I forgot about that. You know. Oh, bro! I see. I thought you were about to say so, like, like some paranormal thing that happened there. So, like, I thought you were leading up to. He <laughs> was gonna like open up his crusted eyes and like be possessed or something. I don't. You know, I didn't know. But bro, that is a gross image of thinking of him laying there. I know, like, he didn't eat any of this pizza, but it was all over his plate, like, <laughs> and none of us noticed because the lights are off, you know, like. Right. 
Damn, this is funny to think about like. Thank you.